Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders discussing education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today on this very special Leap Day, if you happen to be in Sanders Theater this past hour and a half, you experienced something one could only describe as Oprah-esque. It was something that made you laugh. Maybe you cried a little bit. It was powerful. We learned. And five minutes after Lady Gaga has launched her Born This Way Foundation, here we are with Oprah Winfrey. See, I thought it was Gaga-esque. I was so profoundly impressed by her, as I have been in the past. So I knew that whatever she would have to say today would, would be interesting, would be compelling, and that she would be you know, spot on her game, and she was. You know, When I first met her, I, I thought, mm, gee, what is the whole Gaga phenomenon? You know, And I loved uh, so much of her music. But she's more than the music. I mean, I, I think that is a clear, uh, profound, and powerful use of celebritum, really, in one of the finest ways I've seen. And she's 25. I know. I no. know. Can you believe that? I'm 28. She's oh young my, to me. I know. I think people are probably interested in how this whole, how everyone came together to form this event. I was in the process of pursuing a conversation with Lady Gaga. And in the process of doing that, my team was talking to my people, were talking to her people, and uh, one of the things we were talking about is what really interests her. We try to uh, interview people from the, the, the perspective of not just their celebritum, but their humanity, what kind of people they want to be in the world, who they really are when um, you know all of the costumes are put away and all of that. So this was something that was important to them, and it also is something that's important to me. Fundamentally, what I've been doing for 25 years on The Oprah Winfrey Show and the reason why I made the decision to go forward with the network is because I wanted to continue to bring about awareness and raise people's consciousness. I wanted people to see the best of themselves, the light of themselves, so that they could improve their lives. So Gaga uh, and what she's doing with the Born This Way Foundation, to me, was more than a foundation because I've met lots of people with foundations, and I have a foundation, and I know that it's a lot of work to really do it well, but what interested me is that it's more than a foundation, it's more about a movement and, and creating a shift in the way people start to think about um, kindness and compassion and treating people with the respect that they deserve as human beings. And so that's why I'm here. I think it's so interesting, all the stakeholders who came together to message out this movement. It's the Harvard brand, the Oprah brand, the Gaga brand, all working for the kindness brand. For the kindness brand. I mean, brand. like, really how good, cool, Matt. how good is that for getting the real word out to the entire world? You know what I loved, loved, loved about what Gaga said today? She, every time she was asked by me, by Deepak Chopra, um, by everybody on stage, Secretary of Health, she always said it's easy. And most people always say how hard it is. And then when, you've, when you start to think about how hard it is to change the world, it's such a burden, we're not going to do it. But every single time in her, not just in her answers, but in the essence of who she was presenting to us on stage, she would say, no, but it's really easy. And that's the first time, I love having an aha moment, you know. That was the first time I'd ever thought of it that way before, because I always perceived it's so hard to change the world. 
But when she said that today, I thought, yes, because it, cha it changes with every single person actually getting it, that I am the world, that I am the world, and what I do to this person, what I do in this experience is going to make a difference. You know, I, I, I've looked at that from a sort of broad-stroked point of view, like, oh, every one of us has the power to make a difference in the world. But I always think that... Um, it's taking big steps, but I realized today, just listening to her, it's the tiniest little things. And if everybody just did those tiny little things, I thought that was powerful. I got to tell you, I was really more than impressed. I felt for myself, who's been sort of had a podium to speak to the world for really since I was 19 years old, been in television, I felt it was sort of a passing of the baton to somebody else who's using it in a different way. I, that's what I, I loved about today. What's the significance that this message is coming out of Harvard today? Mm. Well, you know, Harvard, I mean, just standing in that hall, all that Harvard represents to the nation, to the world, in terms of uh, academia, in terms of standards, in terms of uh, dignity, in terms of upholding integrity and all of that, I think very smart of her and Harvard to make this announcement here. I mean, I think you just couldn't have better branding, really. It's, uh, when, you, when I first heard Lady Gaga at, at Harvard, why there? Now that I was here, it makes all the sense in the world. When you've recommended a book, Oprah, people would sometimes buy that book. No, not sometimes, Matt. All the time? All the time. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> they would all the time buy the book, and you're incredibly persuasive and charismatic. So I'm curious, what is the message? What would you tell to both, not just the, the people being bullied right now, but what would you tell to the bullies coming from Oprah, one of the most well, respected I would, people? Well, I would say this, Matt. I thought that what uh, Lady Gaga said today uh, on stage and behind stage when before we went out, she was saying, you know, I want to make sure that people know because I, 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 I usually, when something is as important as this, I didn't talk to most of my guests most of the years, but when there was something really important that I knew that it was important to them, a message, I would always spend time with the guests, just maybe two or three minutes and say, tell me, what is your intention? At the end of this interview, you want what to happen? So uh, I had that moment with, uh, with, with Lady Gaga, and she said, I want people to know that it's not anti-bullying. This isn't about anti-bullying, because I care about the bullies too. It's about each, it's really, as I was sitting there listening, it's what, it's about creating a value system that we hold in this country, in our hearts, that says every person matters. And your life is as important to you and is as important to our society as mine. And so not making judgments about people based on the color of their skin or their sexuality or their gender or, or anything, but just creating a more accepting world. And I could honestly feel, as she was saying it may be 50 years and who gives a, you know, I could honestly feel that this is how it starts with someone who is as provocative, uh, gets as much attention, has the ability to reach critical mass the way she does, using her voice in that way. This um, will take some time, but you, you're going to see a shift as a result of it. A lot of people know this. You are also a school founder. You have a wonderful school in South Africa. Is bullying an issue there? And then how have you guys dealt with that? It really isn't an issue at my school, I am happy to say. And... Uh, all the studies will tell you that girls bully very differently than boys. You know, uh, girls 
you know, you know, don't speak to you when you come in the cafeteria. They decide to drop you as a friend. You've been a friend for years. So the bullying process is very different for girls. But my girls, for the most part, well, not for the most part, all of my girls come from uh, underprivileged backgrounds. They recognize that the opportunity to be at that school and the opportunity to even have the idea of going to college is the the pass the pass pathway to freedom for them and so it's not a bigger problem as it would be in, in the united states doing the same thing and because i ain't gonna tolerate it i will not tolerate it matt no as the founder of that school uh, your interaction with the girls seeing them self-empowered there's big milestones happening at that school right now what what brings you most joy what brings me most joy recently january 14th i got to stand on stage with 71 girls who five years ago came to that school and didn't even know what college was. And now seven of them are coming to the United States, exactly 10% of the class. And all 100% of the class is going to college university. The first people in their families ever in the history of their ancestry in Africa to go to college. That gives me great joy to know that I've been able to open a door that literally changed the trajectory of a young woman's life. I invest in young women because when you invest in women in third world and developing countries, you change the country. You know, uh, nothing, I have nothing, I absolutely love men, nothing against men, but I never was a boy that I can, that I know in any lifetimes that I know of. And so I relate to being a poor girl, an impoverished girl, because that's what I was. And I know that when you change a girl's life, that girl then changes her family, that you change her, the way she thinks of herself, the way she protects herself sexually, the way she looks at her world, her self-esteem, and you end up changing communities. And so that's why I invest in girls. For me, it's not about as much about building a school, which is how it started in a conversation at Nelson Mandela's feet, literally, in his living room. He had said to me, Matt, um, we were having a conversation one evening about poverty and how to change it, and I said, well, I think education, and he, I said, you know, one day I'd like to build a school in South Africa, and he jumps up out of the chair and says, you want to build a school in Africa? This is the person you need to talk to. Well, I was thinking I wanted to build a school, I didn't necessarily think that day I wanted to start, but that's how the process began for me. But even now that I have a school of 400 girls that in every year bringing in another 75, um, I see it as development, leadership development and building assets for women who wouldn't have them, assets that go beyond their bodies, that really uh, incorporate the ability to give back to the country and to the world at some point. So that's what I'm doing. Well, our audience is just floored that you decided to come on this show and sort of, you know, motivated by your generosity of giving away gifts on shows. We do have a special gift for you. Is it under my chair? Underneath your chair. Is it under my I was afraid. Yes, is it, it is. Is it under my yes, chair for real? I was afraid that security uh, personnel would think it was something dangerous, but it, it, I assure you it is not. Is something that, under my chair. Uh, the, the question is, and you get a... You came to Oprah. Harvard. You support so many people. What do you get Oprah Winfrey, who has oh it all? Oh, my goodness. It's my own Harvard name tag. It's an ID. It's yeah. an ID. It's, it's a Harvard ID 
created for you to, to thank you for your involvement. And you used a really cute picture, too. Thank you I so did. Much. I did. I did. You are a member of this community, well, and we're you. grateful for the work you did today, for the work you've always done, and then especially on this education podcast, for the great work you're doing in South Africa, for your investment in children. You inspire people every second. Thank you. Uh, that's my goal, is to continually inspire myself and inspire everybody else to look within themselves. You know what I said at the beginning of, 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 of today's session, I do believe that every one of us has, um, has a calling, and your real life's work is to figure out what the calling is, not to figure out what your job is. Your job is to figure out what the calling is. What did you come to the planet Earth to offer? Every person who's here has been called, and I also know that our, great, our greatest, deepest desire is to fulfill the highest expression for ourselves. That's what everybody's really looking for. How do I do that? And the reason why I was here today is because I believe that that's everybody's right. It is your right to be able to fulfill the fullest, highest expression of yourself as a human being. Oprah Winfrey, thank you thank so you, much Matt. for appearing on the show. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.